You know, one of the uh, banes of my HR life was dealing with job descriptions. Uh, they're oh so important so that new people or people in a role can understand what their job is. Uh, but they're so difficult and it's a real arduous task to get them done. Well, OD has what I would call the equivalent of a job description and it's put out by uh, ODN, uh, Organizational Development Network, and it deals with what they call the OD competency framework. And it literally describes five areas of practice in OD and it's really important. Uh, it's important for us as OD people to know what our jobs are if I'm a leader in an organization, it's important that I understand what I can expect and have a greater understanding of what my OD team can do. So we're gonna spend a couple weeks on this. We're gonna kind of do an overview today, uh, but I would welcome you to uh, lean in, meaning come in, grab a snack, welcome. Hey, Bob. Hey, Joyce, Happy New Year. Thank you. <laughs> it is a happy new year for me today because it's snowing here in Maine and I'm loving it. So, But in terms of New Year's, I have an idea. We love informality. We love um, kind of riffing and let people, letting people pick out nuggets. But I thought it might, but we are capable of structure people. We oh, actually, yes. Yeah, absolutely. And in fact, in, in introducing early OD work anywhere, I made elaborate charts about something very obvious, and then people got interested. So when in doubt, <laughs> chart, <laughs> make a grid, <laughs> the Johari window, um, <laughs> which I never could explain. I always got it tangled up. I get it upside down. I, uh, yeah. I go, well, you know what I know, but he knows, but she knows, but what I really know is what you don't know. <laughs> well, and when the window pane is small, there's not much light getting in. So there's a lot of unknowns. <laughs> you know, I used to think that um, that Johari was some kind of Eastern meditation. Uh, uh, when I found out it was two people, Joe, someone, and Harry, and Harry. Other, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm less, I'm less uh, uh, enamored with this right. uh, process. Oh, I <laughs> okay. Structure, structure. Oh, gosh, to hell with structure. <laughs> We're having fun. No, anyhow, <clears throat> we are both members of the ODN the network for OD practitioners. And it's a very valuable organization. I assume that most people who are listening um, are members, and if not, I encourage you to be. But they spent a lot of time creating a global OD competence, competency framework. And I thought, um, we'll add this kind of structure that will follow that model, yeah. but riff on the topic. And so people will know where we are, <laughs> you are here on the competency model, and we're going to talk about the areas and how we were good at them or not good at them or use them well or um, where they weren't valuable. Uh, I think this model is very good for internal practitioners where you kind of can get lost with what role am I in? Mm. <laughs> am I facilitating? Am I leading? Am I telling truth to power? Where am 
Yay! Well, this <laughs> model helps you orient and to look at your skills. So uh, we're going to do that for the next several, probably even up to 15 weeks. And um, oh my, you get a copy of the competency uh, on the if you go to the ODN network. I don't know if you have to be a member. I don't think so. Maybe. Yeah. The, the, so here's a little shameless promotion for ODN. Uh, I belong to what they call Triangle OD Network, or mm -hmm. so, so TODN. And by virtue of paying my $65 a year to TODN, we have an affiliation with ODN that I'm automatically a member at the national level. So not every area of the country has a, a local ODN chapter, but it's, it's a great way to not only play at the local level, but take advantage of what the national level has. So there's a little shameless promotion, 65 bucks, great value. And I do want to say that one of the overall purposes is that people are confused about what OD is. It is um, establishing itself as a respected discipline with a scientific approach um, to validate itself. Now, not all of it has to be that way, but what, what this model shows is we're not just being nice or provocative. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we, actually, so, we actually know what we're doing and we have uh, approaches and skills that we use. And I think uh, to use this model within an organization, even to go to your top people at the beginning of every year and saying, when you look at this model, where do you want me to put my focus for this year? Where should my skills be applied? And that we'll come back to that. But do you want to talk a little bit about the five areas? You don't sure. have to teach, but just so that they know what we'll be talking about. <laughs> no, no problem at all. Uh, I, I, I'd like to, to at least... Um, before I even get that. So I'm going to throw it back at you. Oh, gosh. You know, I, I, you have a pretty good gut in terms of where you see the energy and, and, and how you've been a, a great partner to kind of guide where we get curious and what we jump into. Why this topic now? What do you think? Why did I say, let's do this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, part of me, part of my gut was saying listeners might say, oh, they just roll around in their own experience and have a ball. Um, and I sometimes feel lost or feel like, what good is this? So, yeah. so partly to say, to provide an overview structure for listeners learning. There was that. The other is that I, once again, as I just said, OD is coming to the forefront like crazy. If any organization is not using OD in some way, um, that's a mistake. OD and yeah. HR both are having to step forward as leaders to say, I can help you through this. I yeah. can help you through this chaos. I can help you through this burnout. I can help you re-strategize in this um, boiling <laughs> environment. Um, so that's why. Wow. Okay. No, I, I mean, to me, the, the model is, is pretty self-evident. Uh, you gave a couple of examples, whether you sit down with your leadership and say, where should priorities or my energy go? It's a great training tool for people that want to cut their teeth in, in OD. 
uh, to really understand that it's not about doing fun events or interventions. Um, so let me go through the five and uh, uh, we'll just chime in. So the, yeah. and, these, and these, these are capabilities. So there's five, what I call general capabilities that fall under the uh, competency framework. And the first one is system change expert. Uh, and I think this is probably the one where you see most uh, OD practitioners spend a lot of their time. Um, to me, when I see system change expert, it's almost as if it's OD practitioners, uh, anthropologist. So they're looking at their organization and they're looking at the culture and they're looking at the values and they're looking, you know, how innovative are we? How are we meeting our our objectives. And so there's a little bit of what I call sleuthing uh, under the system change expert, but it, it gives a dynamic of being in constant kind of monitoring of uh, the, the organizational wellness from a, a culture and effectiveness standpoint. And this is uh, one, tell, tell me when you want me to, before you move on to the next one, ask and I'll, so I don't jump in and interrupt. So I'll ask for your thoughts around this. <laughs> Hey, we're ripping, baby. Hey, we're in sync. Um, I kind of always balk at expert. I don't know why I do. Um, this is working at the whole system level. Mm. And that's why, especially for, I find it easier to do that as an internal OD expert than external because I can sniff out what's needed or I see the strategy and where it's going and then I can capture a moment where change would work. So um, I think this is one of the highest levels of performance and that a lot of OD people are frustrated because they can't get to work at that level. And I think the reason you and I could is that we stayed with the organization long enough to build up enough goodwill uh, yeah, to focus on the system level change. Okay. And, and am I, before we move on, allowed to react to what you said and perhaps if you add be another here thought? Till midnight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, I'll just say uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, when I take a look at this one, uh, you said from working from within, th there's a real challenge of self managing. Uh, in play here because, you know, the old saying that you can't change a system with someone within the system. Uh, so the, the capability of being able to kind of step back and, and look at the organization from the outside in, even though you're internal, because if, if you're like in the culture and in the norms and the way things are done around here, it's, it may be difficult to kind of distinguish uh, this role uh, versus uh, being kind of immersed in the system. Does that make any sense? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it makes sense. And it looks like a topic for a talk. Okay. Because how, how can you be inside and still have um, a valid view for what needs to be changed? Boom. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, okay. I wanted to, we will be here to midnight because we're talking, yeah. we're really, we're, we're talking about blind spots. So uh, capability <laughs> is efficient, efficient designer. So uh -huh. the, to me, this is kind of the next logical step. Once you do your assessment and you look at your changes that need uh, to take place, 
uh, well, how do you how do you go from you know ideation? Okay, here's what I think the organization needs to actually designing interventions uh, that that literally um, um, make a difference. And so there's a little bit of uh, kind of project management process, process mm-hmm. consulting, organizational here. organizational effectiveness. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. Long so ago, we worked with STS uh, technical people systems. I can't even remember, but it was a perfect example of this. Yeah. And one of the things I think is really important about this one, I think so often we as OD uh, uh, practitioners get kind of enamored with the process or the intervention. Mm-hmm. And I think this really pushes you, us back to kind of look at, you know, what's the total system approach and how we put it together to, to move the organization. And this is where you need to capture learning which is usually should be a big part of project management. And today it'd be so easy. You could have a video at the end of each one so that when someone goes to do something similar, they can listen to what worked and what didn't. We don't often catch that part because we're so ready to go to action or we're bored with what we've been doing. It's 18 months on this thing. Let's switch. But it's a perfect place to add catch, catch learning. You know, there's another element to this because sometimes, uh, you know, the thought of an efficient designer would be someone going off to a room or a group of OD experts internally going off in a room and planning and designing. I, I see this as kind of an open system conversation. Mm-hmm. So whether it's your customer, whether it's your employees, your senior leadership team, um, I mean, to me, this is one where it's, it's perhaps more open-ended than the title um, might uh, lead you to believe. And I would totally have those who do the work do the design. Yes. But, that and well that's said. what happened with STS. Yeah. And it, it yeah. led to um, warehouse workers presenting to the board with such sophistication that the board members were kind of going, huh? So yeah. anyway, number yeah, three. So well, can I... <laughs> I just, I mean, I, 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 yeah. uh, no, number three, I'm, I'm going to tell you it's business advisor, but I'm going to back, go back <laughs> to efficient desire. <laughs> you know, another aspect uh, of, of this is um, you just said something about having it be more, let the people that are closest to the mm-hmm. work actually do the design. And the I see this. Uh, yeah, I see this role more facilitator, synthesizer, uh, you know, uh, facilitator of the process than than literally sitting in a room and, and designing. Mm-hmm. And doing it uh, to the organization. Once again, the whole shift to the <coughs> new era is doing it with, not doing it to. Yeah, yeah. So, so the third capability is business advisor, which is kind of interesting because I think one of the knocks that we have on ourselves is that we're perhaps not immersed as much as we should either in the industry or what the company does. And this is one uh, where, you know, whether it be uh, senior level or managers at all levels would lean into uh, the OD person as someone who can advise them on the business um, and, that's and be where, a catalyst. Yeah. And that's where you were really strong. I, was too at the table, at the top table. But one of the ways I got there, I mean, I used to, I'd laugh and say, why am I, I'm putting in my two cents about whether to sell 
<laughs> a whole slew of supermarkets. Um, it's just strategic thinking, and you only get it developed when you hear it and watch it and get it. And I um, often had to kind of say, I need to sit in on that other meeting or I'm going to be saying yeah. stupid things. I really need to understand where you're heading or I'm going to be saying stupid things. How about if I sit in on that operations meeting or I'm going to be saying stupid things? So it's, um, yeah, so that's talking about how, and we'll come back to that. Yep, we sure will. So the fourth uh, is credible strategist. Uh, and, and again, there's this may be, uh, it could be argued a subset of business advisor. Yeah. Uh, but a uh, credible strategist is uh, looking at the organization and being uh, one who can influence, uh, bring, together, bring together different groups, cross-cultural groups to literally uh, shape the future of the organization. And, you know, the assumption underneath this, to me anyway, is that is not something that happens necessarily organically. Um, and so as a credible strategist, you're always looking at processes uh, that can have a positive impact on the organization. I'm wondering if that title isn't wrong. Credible strategist. But all the others are true. And you you and I spent quite a bit of time at uh, highlighting cross-cultural navigation and bringing together really crazily different groups to do um, collaborative work. Um, and then when I say mixed groups, I'm talking about different countries, different cultures, yes. Greece, meet Thailand, <laughs> and let's <laughs> talk about the business. Um, so I, I think this, I, I think this is true of, of your experience and my experience. Uh, you know, when I look at uh, large strategic conversations, or whether it's a quarterly or an annual meeting, uh, I've seen where uh, I'm like literally almost attached to the hip of the person who's leading those conversations. So there's a lot of collaboration and co-consulting. And to me, that's how this really plays out. It's, it's yeah. not, uh, it's, it's not just being in the room where the conversation's happening. It's seen as uh, someone who really makes the process work. Mm-hmm. A credible no. influencer. It's almost like, <laughs> It's who you go to when everything is going bad. <laughs> you know, your credible <laughs> influencer is out in the hall going, hey, try that. Or, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I had a lot of fun in that arena, <laughs> in that number four. Yeah. And then uh, this uh, last one, the fifth uh, capability is informed consultant. Uh, you know, so th- to me, this is someone who has, this is kind of the wisdom factor here in play. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just seen as um, uh, someone whose opinion matters uh, on uh, important elements of the business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, you could argue, well, isn't that really a business advisor? No, informed consultant is ultimately uh, being seen as someone who can make the call. I'm pausing because I'm just looking at the different areas about being a self-aware leader, an equity advocate, um, lifelong learner and practitioner. This is uh, speaking at the individual level. 
more than some of the others. Yes. Yeah, for sure. So that, that's the... Um, and I the, like what you said about wisdom. I think there is a point of where uh, if you're experienced with the company or you've worked with them for a while, that they can turn to you for wisdom, actually. Yeah. I, 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 um, I have an example, uh, and I know we're going to go deeper into it, uh, but I was thrust as the head of OD uh, into a conversation <laughs> about whether to acquire a group of stores. Mm-hmm. And, and these stores were um, in an area that we hadn't had a lot of experience in. Yeah. It was uh, 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 an organization that had kind of a paternalistic uh, owners and their, their whole way of rewarding employees was very different than ours. Uh, the stores were very different than ours. And in a, in a world of being a part of an executive leadership team, mm-hmm. uh, our decision not to do it mm-hmm. really came down to the CEO looking at me and saying, okay, we've talked about all the synergies and upsides of buying this business. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I wasn't an advocate. Now, ultimately, someone could argue, did I add value and make a good decision? But there's a good example where I became an informed consultant because I had information and data and perspective uh, that perhaps might be absent in the rest of the room. That's nicely put. And you also had a leader that knew to ask. Yes, that's huge. That's right. (laughs) And I'm thinking I was often called in on really tricky terminations or ethical issues or um, very personally private things for perspective, guidance, sharing the pain <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. So, uh, and it could have been on something like COVID <laughs> would have been one to really be yeah. able to talk about. And, and what I think is important, and I'd like to get your kind of reaction to this, uh, that this can feel like a very weighty uh, responsibility that somehow you have to know the answer or have the answer. And I think it, it, it couldn't be further from the truth, meaning you just said earlier about, well, and the leader in that room had the good sense to ask you the question. Uh, a lot of what I think being an informed consultant is about not necessarily having every answer like a champion on Jeopardy. No. It's about being able to ask the right question or right. To, to probe uh, in the right places. So yep. ho- hopefully that'll take a little bit of the, the, the weightiness of this particular uh, well, I, why wouldn't capability. I think, the, I think the weight is there. Um, and I think it's a very tricky place where you have to have very low ego because yeah. you can't go, oh my God, this very top person is asking me about blue, blue, blue. And uh, to know that, I don't know, I've certainly tried very hard not to betray any, 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 any inside knowledge that I had. And I may have blown it, but I sure worked hard not to. So. We've done it. Well, we've done it. We've gotten through all of them. We've, we've got a few more minutes. Uh, do you want to react or talk about the next uh, number of weeks? Yeah, I was just laughing to go, see, we can do structure. <laughs> 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 you want structure? We can do structure. 
Oh, in review, let me go over the five again. (laughs) And I just want to say that the importance of structure, when people are living in a chaotic organization, not structure, but where you can say, this is where you are here. (laughs) You are here. Out there is the chaos. And we're going to solve what we can where you are. You are here, OD practitioner. So, um, I'm laughing because sometimes the structure that I created was very invisible because I wanted other people to be um, stronger. So I'm just, I don't know why I'm bringing that up. That when I say, ha ha, see, we can do structure. I'm going to say, we could always do structure. We didn't always say it out loud. Yeah. And, and there's the, you know, you, use the expression I've used the expression about loose and tight and when to be tight when to be loose when to pull the reins in and when not to let it run free um you know so uh it it's this is a dance when we we talked Mm -hmm. about this last June when uh ODN was doing its annual conference and what I liked is we used the metaphor of a hat so these are the five hats that OD wears. And I think if I, if I think about structure, it, it gives, uh, to me, a guide. You are here, to your point, mm-hmm. uh, that, that says, here's the hat that I'm wearing now because the situation uh, demands it or asks of it. So it really it's, it's helpful. To, yeah, and it's not just helpful to the practitioner. It's helpful to whoever you're working with to know you are here. Here's where we are. Here's what we're doing. Here's why. Here's what it's called. I had a, I'm working with a London director of nursing and we had a very fruitful work session. And I know then she jumped out into hundred percent chaos and bomb, be, being bombarded. And uh, so I wrote to her and said, just so you know, here's what we did. We actually did something. Don't forget about it. Hang on to it and sent it. And I regretted it. I went, oh, geez, that was so school teacher, so school marm. And she wrote back and said, oh, thank you. Because she'd already lost it. So sometimes underlying, underlining, we're underlining, highlighting the skills that are needed to be a well-rounded OD practitioner and to do it with some mental discipline. They're calling it the science. You can do plenty of OD work that's scientific. Um, I don't know if we had time to when you're in the fray. That may belong more in the outside, the organization consultant. Anyhow, I think we're going to have a ball. I'm glad that we're doing this. And I hope this um, dollop of structure will be helpful. <laughs> It certainly will be to me anyway. So, you know, if I, and so if I'm listening to something, okay, so what, given who I am and what I'm doing, is this relevant? And I would argue if you're um, a senior OD practitioner, what a great way to revisit uh, and looking at how you are performing in each one of these competency areas. If you're brand new to OD or if you're HR looking to get more involved in OD, what a great way to immerse yourself in, as you say, the science and the methodology. It really gives you a modality uh, to look at uh, OD. And if you're not an OD person or an HR person, you're a leader um, or you're working within an organization, 
what a great way to understand what uh, OD is all about and what it's not about. So, and that's or, my and or to evaluate your OD group or yes. person to say, hey, yeah. you're working too much in this area, and I want you in this area. Because sometimes internally you go where you've pleased people and you become super facilitator. Yeah. And oh, get, without a doubt. It becomes yeah. it becomes who you are in that organization. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, Me too. You know, we'll jump into this uh, number one system change expert next time we meet and talk about our experience uh, playing within that realm and some of the um, you know, this is about flops and uh, and gas and where we got it right and where we just really flubbed it. So with that, um, I'm glad we uh, are back together in a new year. And uh, I wish I were up there enjoying the snow. It's just beautiful. I'm having a wonderful, I'm about to do popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everybody. I hope grab, it's beautiful wherever you are. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Joyce and I appreciate you joining us today. And this series where we talk about the ODN competency framework, uh, it's a deliberate effort for us to give concrete, practical advice for OD practitioners and leaders in organizations. So it's important that we get feedback from you in terms of is this the kind of topics that you wanna hear? So we encourage you to reach out to us on our Facebook page, uh, or you can uh, reach us at uh, bob at liveoakcoach.com. I'd uh, love to hear from you. And uh, again, we appreciate you being a part of our journey. And until the next time, be safe.